Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. When someone does the wrong thing by us, our choice is then to forgive or not to forgive. Which one do we choose? Pastor Bruce Morrison from Parramatta Anglican had some vital insights into forgiveness. In the Bible, forgiveness for your brother or your sister is a command. It's not an option. And therefore it's something we have to take really seriously. The Lord's Prayer, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Probably the place where it's painted most clearly for us and starkly for us is in the parable of the unmerciful servant, which is in Matthew 18. And in that parable, Jesus is really clear. um, Unless you forgive your brother or your sister their sins, um, then your Father in heaven will not forgive you your sins. Sounds tough. It is. It is tough and it's rigorous. and, uh, uh, and, And yet... I think it's sometimes misunderstood because in the parable the condition is it's set up so that um, when someone comes to you and says please forgive me I will pay you back please forgive me I I want to set this right that is the, the condition that is the point at which forgiveness becomes compulsory not an optional extra now we talk a lot about unconditional forgiveness um, and unconditional forgiveness is a beautiful thing, but um, I think it can be a, a dangerous idea as well. So, supposing you take the um, you know the child that's been abused by um, an in-law or by someone in the family, and that that abuse has affected them very very deeply as they grow up. And what affects them most deeply is not only the abuse, but um, the lack of any. Uh, responsibility, taking of any responsibility for it on the part of the person who perpetrated the abuse. And you go to that person and just say, well, you've just got to forgive unconditionally. I, I'm, I'm inclined to think that you're putting a burden on them which, which uh, is harmful and hurtful for them and just becomes um, a, a further burden on top of what they already have to bear. What, so they're supposed to just forgive and forget um, unconditionally um, all the hurt and the pain where there's been no remorse on the part of the other person. Um, and uh, if they don't, and if they're incapable of doing that, then they're not going to be forgiven by God. Now, that's harsh. That, that really is harsh. Um, but I don't think that's what we're being told. I would want to make a distinction between a situation where someone shows uh, repentance and remorse and they, turn, they acknowledge their responsibility um, and the situation where they refuse to do that. So in the case where there's no acknowledgement or remorse and wanting to change and no reconciliation of the relationship? Well, I think the answer is that in that particular situation, forgiveness means um, not reconciliation, but it means um, leaving the uh, revenge to God. It means uh, knowing that God is a faithful and a just God that he is righteous and that he will um, judge rightly. And uh, in the Old Testament it says, uh, God God declares, um, it is mine to avenge, I will repay. And um, so a person who has been hurt can actually take comfort from um, the knowledge that God will do this. And they don't necessarily have to burden themselves with... Um, a reconciliation which psychologically 
is going to be very, very difficult for them. How can we explain what God means by revenge? Yeah, uh, I, I guess revenge is a loaded word for us, isn't it? Um, it? It's got a whole lot of negative connotations. So how do you how do you explain it? Well, in 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 the scriptures in the Bible, what it what it means is really that um, that idea of bringing about justice. So it's not a personal revenge. It's not a God, the God of the Bible is not a, a God who is out to um, get revenge and get even, but he is a God who uh, will and must, according to his character, um, judge rightly, and that's that. That in the end is evil for evil and good for good. Um, that's the basis of judgment. Um, it's punitive. Where there is evil, there has to be punishment for evil. Where there is good, there has to be reward for good. That is the nature of justice. That is the nature of our God. That is that is the God of the Bible. So that's that's the meaning of it. it makes us take God a bit more seriously, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Uh, when you're dealing with, with God, you're dealing with someone who's very seriously intent on justice. Forgiveness is, a, is very nuanced, um, and, and the failure to recognise that nuance is, is going to be detrimental to us. So we've, we've just talked about the nuance, that, 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 that difference between where there is repentance and remorse, where someone acknowledges doing the wrong thing and turns away from sin, or on the other hand, the refusal to do that and the consequences of those two different situations. Well, this is another one um, where um, you need to make a distinction between the need to forgive, particularly where there is repentance, the need to forgive where there is acknowledgement of wrongdoing, and the difference between the need to forgive and uh, the necessity of reinstating the past relationship as it always was. They're two very different questions. Um, I I guess this came clearly to light for me once when I was counselling someone who who was engaged to be married to a, a young lady and the, the particular young lady in question went off to uh, during the time that they were engaged she she went off and she actually lived with another man um, which uh, left her fiance absolutely distraught um, and for a week he didn't even know where she was um, so when when she came back and, and she told him what what she'd been doing Um, he was faced with the question what should I now do about this and uh, should I forgive her and does that mean that we have to continue in the engagement and should I continue in the engagement and so as we discussed that we were able to discuss the difference between saying look I forgive you it's all forgiven it's all ended uh, in the sense of a reconciliation of relationship but is that the same thing as saying, I will marry you, I will still marry you? Uh, my counsel was, no, it's not. That something has happened here which has changed the nature of the relationship. It's changed the level of trust that could exist between uh, these two people. And that to feel compelled uh, that because there is forgiveness, you have to then continue in exactly the same relationship as you had previously is an unhelpful way of thinking there. I remember in the mid-80s, the American televangelist who was unfaithful to his wife and, uh, and he confessed on television and the repercussion that it caused around the world, especially with non-Christians pointing and saying that Christians are just hypocrites. And I know that my flatmate at the time was sort of looking at it in a similar light. 
and possibly can use that to justify why they don't follow God. Yes, it is hugely sad when Christians themselves become a stumbling block for people actually finding God. Uh, It's exactly contrary to what Jesus wanted. Jesus' command was, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The reality is we fall terribly, terribly short of that. Um, And the consequences are that we cause people to stumble. We cause people not to find God. And I believe God will hold us accountable for that. But we are forgiven, right? Yeah, there there used to be a bumper sticker that you'd see from time to time. And you may know what I'm going to refer to here. Christians aren't perfect. They're forgiven. It's true. Um, It's a terrible thing if that becomes an excuse for for poor behaviour. But on the other hand... Uh, that it's fundamental reality, yes. It, what, what you're drawing attention to also is really important. That is, people need to look to the Bible. They need to look to God's own testimony about himself. That's Bruce Morrison with some insights into forgiveness. If you have a problem forgiving someone, then please talk to a pastor at your local Salvos church or call the Salvos on 13 Salvos. 